This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's Cast Live, your comprehensive look at the Oakland Athletics. Watch the left field deep. Bam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And 29 other MLB clubs. 2-2 pitch on Trout, and he blasts one. Way back. Goal. Cody Bellinger hits one out. Pete Alonso, he's your home run derby champion. Join us as we take you inside the baseball universe. From spin rate to juiced balls to game-changing moments, we have you covered. Spend your afternoon with us next from the town, only on A's Cast Live. A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. How is everybody doing today on this Friday? I know I'm doing fantastic. Life is really, really good. Except for my sick dog. I've been at the pet hospital all day, so I've been looking forward to getting uh, a little relief and doing this show today. Dave Cavill is going to join us coming up here at 315. You talk about a guy that keeps knocking it out of the park. Doesn't it just show you when you have the right person, things can get done? When you have the right person who's in charge, who's smart, who knows how to do it, Because all we have seen in the Bay Area for many, many years is failure, especially in the East Bay, where teams just couldn't get it done. And they made every excuse in the book. And now the basketball team is going to be in San Francisco. And now the football team is going to be in Las Vegas. And everybody looked at this as you can't get it done here. Can't do business. But when you have the right guy and who knows how to do it because it's not his first rodeo as he built Tavaya Stadium in San Jose. Every time you look up, whether it's in Sacramento, whether it's in Washington, D.C., Dave is getting some type of vote and the project keeps moving forward. When people say you can't do it, you don't tell somebody like Dave Cavill that. Because he'll basically tell you you're wrong, and he'll tell you with a big smile. So we will have the build coming up here at 315. And then David Force, the David Force Show. The only place you can get David Force is right here on A's Cast Live. And then we'll replay it on A's Cast throughout the week. I just saw this in my my, uh, special notes. And it's wonderful to see. The A's right now are 15 games. That's the magic number now for the wild card. You know, we we had been seeing 20-something, but now with the A's leading the wild card by a half game, the Athletics and the Rays, magic number is 15. Of course, there's only 15 games left. But they keep, they keep that magic number continuing to drop. And now they head to Texas, where you got to take care of your business. And we will be scoreboard watching all day today. I'll give you a game. I thought this was funny. So once again, Dave Cavill, 315, 330, David Forrest. They're really going to play a series. It's going to be a four-game set in Detroit. I can't imagine being the pregame guy or the postgame guy for either of these teams because they historically are awful. The Orioles and the Tigers, wait for it, the excitement. They start game one 
of a four-game set at Comerica tonight. <laughs> the Orioles and the Tigers have combined for 90 wins. 47 and 99 for the O's. 43 and 102 for the Motor City Kitties. How bad is that? Well, I'm going to tell you how bad it is. There are four teams in baseball that have more wins than the Orioles and Tigers combined. The Yankees at 97, the Astros at 95, the Dodgers at 95, and the Braves at 91. The Tigers are three and a half games ahead of the Orioles for the worst record in the majors, and thus the number one overall pick in June. What is it like when you have two franchises get together and neither one wants to win? Now, the players want to win. Well, really what the players want to if if I was on that team, either the Orioles or the Tigers. It, 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 you know, there's no I in team, but I can tell you there is an M and an E, and it's all about me. If I was, if I was playing in that series, it would be all about me and my stats. But two franchises that don't want to win. Now, you can't say that about the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers, they're fighting right now. And that's that was a good thing against the Rays where they took two out of three. But now what's it going to be like against the Athletics? The Rangers have won six of their last seven. And uh, this is not good. I hate to tell you this, A's fans. The Rangers have scored 48 runs on 75 hits in that span. And they're trying for a winning record. Now, the A's have dominated this series so far this year. They've won 8 of 13 meetings. And the final trip ever to Globe Life Park. Isn't that amazing? Look how hard it is for the A's. I mean, for anybody. Look how hard it was for the Niners to get their stadium done in Santa Clara. Because San Francisco, it just wasn't happening for them. That was a mess. Look, look, look how long, and look at the votes, multiple votes, the issues with San Francisco to where the Niners went to hell with it, and they got it done in Santa Clara. Look how hard it's been for the Warriors to get the Chase Center built. It was tough for the Giants to build what was, at that point, Pac Bell Park. It is tough to build in California. You, you want another one? I'll give you another one. The Golden One Center in Sacramento. The Kings had one foot out the door to Seattle, and they luckily saved the Sacramento Kings, where they should be. And base, uh, basketball should expand and go back to Seattle. It's not easy building this state. It's not easy doing anything in this state. Compared to like Nevada, look how fast the Raiders stadium's getting put up. They're able to work on that stadium 24-7. You have different crews working on that stadium 24-7. You think that happened in California? It's hard enough because of our unions it's hard enough just to get the stadium from baseball to, to football in 24 hours. You kidding me? That stadium in Vegas is going up so fast. They literally have crews. They're allowed to work 24-7. They're working throughout the night. New crew comes in, works throughout the morning, midday. New crew comes. I mean, you think that's going to happen in California? So, so this is the last series ever for the A's at Globe Life Park. I do see your text as one has just come in from the 408. A's need to keep the pedal down. We've seen them caught off guard a bit coming off a big series versus Houston. Yankees playing weak opponents right after. 
I like click to get the whole thing here. But you can contact me at 510-897-1322. I do see all of your texts. I do try and respond. Uh, just avoid the letdown. You know, I, I don't think you can say this is a letdown. Now, I thought it was a letdown against the Tigers. But I don't think you can say this is a letdown here. I just read you how hot they are. They're scoring runs in bunches. And they just took two out of three from the Rays. And maybe, just maybe, this is the ballpark that really gets Chris Davis going. And I know we have said that all year long. It's a kind of a tired act. But this guy has absolutely dominated this park. Is this the last home series? No. Their last home series is going to be Boston and New York. How about that? What a weird schedule that is. You're basically going to end predominantly playing the American League East when you're the Texas Rangers. Do we have Dave Kevill? There he is. The president of your Oakland Athletics. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. How's everything? Welcome to Jingletown. It's good to be here. It's, yeah. It's, it's great having the studio Look, in the office. I love it. So it's we, we were talking about how all these years, different franchises have all talked about how tough it is to build in the East Bay. You can't get it done. And I was talking about you're the kind of guy that you're not going to accept that. You're, not, you're the kind of guy that's not going to say, yeah, you're right. I can't get it done. You're going to get it done, and you're going to get it done with a big smile. So when you got a bunch of people say, Dave, you're crazy. This is never going to happen. What do you say to them? Well, we just keep uh, having success and, you know, knocking down the milestones and, you know, making sure that we do everything we can to get this new privately financed ballpark out of the ground as soon as possible and getting the bills passed in Sacramento and just all the different things that we're doing. Um, building that momentum for success is really the key to keep this thing on track and really uh, getting our fans excited about where this is going. Tell me about AB 1191, where you got a 57 to nothing vote. It's always good to get a unanimous vote. We love that. That feels great. Um, it was a pretty much a year in the making. I think I made 28 trips to Sacramento, but just myself. Uh, Tosh Deshambe, who's our head of government affairs, also did an incredible job. And Chris McKaylee, our, our local lobbyist there in Sacramento. And, you know, this is a really important trust exchange bill that allows us to build on the waterfront. We worked hand-in-hand hand with the State Lands Commission, with the Bay Conservation and Development Commission to make sure the legislation worked for them, didn't set any precedents that were kind of alarming to their businesses and, and, and kind of statutes. And we worked through that all year. And, you know, now to actually see that unanimous vote and it's on the governor's desk for final signature, a new law created to help, you know, the A's build a new privately financed ballpark, it's, it's pretty special. And I think about Gavin Newsom because over the years been able to interview him and knowing that uh, he is a baseball guy. Big time. Big fan. Yep. Yeah. And I want to say he was drafted by the Texas Rangers back in the day. So talk about how important is it for to have the governor truly be on board and be able to say to you, hey, I'm back in your project. Oh, it's huge, you know, and I think that sets the imperative at the state level and that, you know, obviously helps us even at the federal level to see that the uh, governor of the state is on board with the legislation, uh, with the impact that this project can have locally in a positive way for Oakland. This is a huge deal. It's bigger than baseball. It's obviously a ballpark, but it's an entire district. Um, it's a local hire. It's union jobs, you know, all sorts of positives. And so having him as a as a, someone who's a, a believer in this, is a key ally in having success with this project. You know, the Chronicle did a very good article about all of this and gives us all the numbers like SB 293, AB 734. You know, there's all it's 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 tough for the average person to follow because there's so many different of Oh, it seems complicated. Yeah. No, I totally hear it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of different things. Um, but I think the key thing that folks need to know is that you know, we're having so many of these unanimous votes. We're knocking down these key milestones. And, you know, this is culminating in a city council vote next year to certify the environmental report, you know, basically be able, enable us to break ground and move forward with that 2023 opening. So how much have you been going to Washington? 
Not as much. You know, I went last year for the All-Star Game, and I spent a little bit of time with our congressional delegation, um, Eric Swalwell and Barbara Lee, uh, who both represent the East Bay and do a great job for their constituents. And then I was there this last week. I spent three days there. We had our yearly MLB meetings there and just had another great set of meetings with folks, getting them more excited about the project, the incredible vision for the waterfront in Oakland, and really how this project can be a lighthouse for other types of projects like it across the entire country. And that's exciting, I think, for everyone. Yeah, I would agree, because I think, you know, once you do a project, you know, you you look at what the Giants did with AT&T Park, which then led to Petco Park in San Diego, you know, people wanting to be more downtown. And then now not only what, what you're trying to do here could help people build on the water in other places in California. Yeah, and and a responsible way to develop, to partner with the city, with the county, to make sure that the local community groups are getting meaningful, both jobs and then also other benefits, community benefits, things like environmental justice. All these things are critical for a project of this scale to actually take off and achieve its potential. And so we're going to do everything we can to continue to do that, to be a model. And hopefully at the federal level, they can support us, you know, whether it's, you know, could be financial support in some ways, like projects like the gondola. It could be help with things like the Army Corps of Engineers, which has a lot of oversight of the estuary or working with the railroad to make sure that we have safe railroad crossings, both vehicular and pedestrian. And so all these things are areas where there are kind of a federal nexus. And we just wanted to make sure that we spent the time this week educating people and making sure we had more allies for our project. I remember being there when you launched the idea for the gondola, and it was just like, wow, it was so impressive. What has to happen to get the the gondola approved? Well, that is actually one of the approvals in the environmental review. So we included it in as a variant in the EIR. And so, you know, when that draft comes out later this year and then we get the feedback, we'll be able to get that cleared. So then all we would have to do is, you know, do the financing and then build it. So that's a big, big deal. Um, I think it's a transformative project for Oakland. It could even extend to Alameda, which is a huge deal and a great way to connect the island to uh, the Oakland waterfront. So just a really dynamic and exciting aspect of our project and one we're excited to be advancing. And talk about how the gondola can move far more people than any type of system like buses or it's amazing the amount of humans you can move at such a rapid rate. They're practically like flying buses. You know, you got 6,000 people you can move an hour because it's just continuous flow and nothing even approaches that. Um, And so even a full BART station is only like 9,000. So this is just a great way to connect to the downtown area from the waterfront, get people to and from the ballpark on game day. And even on a non-game day, it's a great attraction. I mean, coming down to the waterfront, the incredible views, you're 20 stories in the air, you see downtown San Francisco, you see the cranes, you see the Oakland Hills. I mean, really, really tremendous. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait for that. And when I think about when you said you, meet, you, you go to meetings for Major League Baseball, what are people around the game, these people that you meet with, what are they saying about the project? I mean, it's a very exciting project. It's very bold. It's visionary. It's uh, it's kind of the next era of ballparks, having a park on the roof, being more intimate, a bowl designed after Fenway or Wrigley. You know, I think it's going to appeal to younger, more millennial fans and Gen Z fans, which is really important for our sport. And so I think people have, are taking notice and they're giving input. And um, I think it's just a great thing to be leading kind of this new era of ballpark development here in Oakland. You know, because it's been said, you know, because people talk about relocation and that just quack idea about half the games in St. Petersburg, half the games in Montreal. I mean, it has been said that baseball wants to expand and they want to expand to 32 teams. And it's tough for Manfred, the commissioner, to expand until the A's are taken care of and the Rays are taken care of. And then you can expand two more teams. Have you been in meetings where there's been talk about this? Well, I mean, I think there's 100% focus on getting the stadium situations both in Tampa Bay and Oakland solved. The commissioner's talked about that numerous times. He's been very helpful in interacting with the local uh, political community here to make sure that you know he can lend his advice and support. Uh, he's come and visited the site, Howard Terminal, about a year and a half ago. And so, you know, all those things have been super positive in terms of you know creating more support at the league level for what we're doing 
and really ensuring that we stay on track and we get this new ballpark built uh, and stay rooted in Oakland for many generations to come. The thing I like about this commissioner is that he's not afraid of change. The last commissioner was terrified of change. This commissioner is not. I find that real refreshing. I've never spoken with him, but talk about your relationship. As you said, he's been out to the site. Absolutely. I know he's talking about changes inside the game. Talk about how baseball is getting more progressive, and one of the reasons why is the commissioner. Well, I think you have to be open to new ideas and new ways to – you know, obviously preserve what's great about the American pastime, but also ensure that we try new things, whether it's speeding up the game or ensuring that there's the integrity with the baseball and how far it flies and all these types of things. And so I think the commissioner and his senior team have done a great job of that. And, you know, we love partnering with them on trying some of these new ideas. And Oakland has always been on the vanguard to try new things, whether it's the, you know, white shoes or maybe even the orange baseball that Charlie Finley had. And uh, I think we're going to continue to do that. And Ace Cast, Ace Cast. What we're this is this is innovation. We're right now. You know, this is a whole, wholly new way to to approach it. You know, it's similar to what we do with A's Access as well. So there's just all these aspects that we think are just fantastic. Oh, and and A's Access is just phenomenal. In these last couple of weeks, if you if you sign up, it's the special parking. You know, it's just you guys are doing everything you can to to heighten the experience for baseball fans. And it's absolutely great. What is the next thing for you now on the list of getting the ballpark done? Uh, So obviously we have the um, governor signing the bills, which hopefully will happen here relatively shortly. Um, Then we have the draft environmental impact report uh, this fall, which is a huge step, you know, basically a year in the making. Um, And so those are kind of the next kind of immediate two things that are happening. There'll be a lot of community meetings and public outreach. People can go to wearerooted.com and see kind of the timing of that. And then this is going to culminate next year in that city council vote. And we're just going to need everyone in the A's uh, community and and all our supporters behind us for that critical day uh, for our franchise. When do you think that date is going to be where you can say, yep, I've got it done. We're building a ballpark for sure. Well, I mean, obviously, when you break ground is like really the ultimate day. But when we get the vote of the city council and they certify the environmental report, that's a major, major accomplishment. And getting uh, over that hurdle is something that we're working very hard on. And, you know, that's really the next big step. And it's it's great that we can build on all the success that we've had at the state level, with the port commission, with the county um, to get to really to get to this point. Yeah, you've passed the finish line before with Avaya Stadium. For sure, yeah. What was what, what, what was that like for you and all your people when that happened? Oh, it was incredible. I mean, especially, like, the team had left and come back. Don't forget that. It was kind of like the Browns or something like that. And so the, the community really was skeptical that it could actually be pulled off. And so when we had the groundbreaking, we actually set the Guinness record for the largest participatory groundbreaking. 6,526 people, all with blue shovels, digging at the same time for two minutes it was incredible and so um it was just it was a celebration uh, of the soccer community in the bay area and all the quakes fans and it was one of my proudest days and so i'm excited to have that same type of experience here in oakland and it's coming up before you know it uh it's going to be phenomenal i didn't want to bring up your browns week one i didn't want to do oh, that you brought gosh them up. i know i don't know what happened there they were so much <laughs> the hype. couldn't live up to the hype i mean it's like <laughs> all right we're gonna get back at it week two i don't know what happened we scored that first touchdown and then we missed the extra point it was all downhill from there so when you think about on the field right now because you're, you're 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 killing it off the field how about going into houston who had by far the best home record in all of baseball and Bob Melvin and the guys take three out of four. I think it's tremendous, and it and it's it's a credit to the team that David and Billy have put together, and the great young talent that they've cultivated over the last you know three to five years. That you can bring a guy like you know Lazardo in to pitch you know three critical innings, or you know getting home runs from you know all these great players, whether it's Chapman or Olson or Murphy. You know it's just. The team is excelling in every way, and it's so fun to watch because with these young players, you just don't know what the, what the limit is. You don't know. I mean, you know, you don't know how good they can be, and and that that's infectious. And it's something as just a fan in general is uh, we love seeing. Well, this team's got a great shot at making the postseason this year, and whenever you make the postseason, everybody's got a puncher's chance to win the World Series. But then I think of all the talent you just mentioned. 
I'm not going to be shocked if this team is in a World Series, potentially winning a World Series before the ballpark is even built. And that's the kind of excitement I think that helps you with your momentum. It's like everybody's pulling on the same rope or the ship's going in the right direction because it's happening both on the field and off the field. And the better they play on the field, I got to think that helps you off the field. Oh, it's tremendous. And and I think it shows people the positive impact that these sporting teams can have in the community and, you know, the civic pride that it brings and the excitement. And it's just an amazing thing. And so, yes, the timing could not be better. And obviously we're excited about not only how this season ends up and, and with postseason runs, but also our future is very, very bright. And so the timing could not be better. And our goal is to win those more world championships. And that's why we're building a new ballpark to be able to afford to keep our team together and, you know, have, you know, multiple years of success like that. And how special we just, we just had Mark McGuire on. We've had Tony LaRusse on. How special is that night going to be the second time now we do the A's Hall of Fame? I mean, these names, these are the who's who of this organization. Oh, this royalty. This is what it's all about, that McGuire. I mean, it's just it's just tremendous. I remember when I called him and let him know that he was going to be in it. And it's just it's just incredible. And and to celebrate, you know, everything that they've brought to Oakland over the years and to the A's and to baseball. You know, these are the legends of our sport um, and our game. And we want to do everything we can to celebrate that and make sure that the younger generations know the history. Kind of like how we had Campy's bobblehead night the other day. You know, a lot of people don't know about Campanaris and the all-time hits leader for the A's, really the spark plug of those teams in the 70s. That's a really cool thing to celebrate that and kind of communicate it out and educate folks who might not know. Well, I got to tell you, every single time we interview somebody about it, whether it's been Tony you know, it's Vida, it's Mark McGuire. They all mention your call. So when you get on the phone and you're going to call them, I mean, this is a special moment in these guys' life. What's it like for you making that phone call? Well, I'm honored to be able to make the call, first of all, um, because, you know, I kind of stand on the shoulder of giants, you know, the previous presidents and people who've run the A's. And to be able to call someone like Mark McGuire or, or you know, all these great players, it's, it's your Vida Blue. It's just really, it's a special thing. And so uh, I think when I called Vida, he was like, oh, my gosh, like if I was there, I'd just give you a big kiss or something like that. It was hilarious. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, it's really, it's a really a special moment. And I just think it's so important that we celebrate these heroes, the people who have made our organization successful. And it says a lot to the current players, too, and our fans about what we value and the type of organization we're creating. Great stuff as always. Keep knocking down those pins, and we'll talk to you uh, in a couple weeks, and hopefully this ball club keeps winning, and uh, maybe the next edition of the build will be during the postseason. Let's go, Oakland. Let's do it. Thank you, Dave. Dave Cavill, the president of your Oakland Athletics. Coming up next, we're going to talk with the general manager of the Oakland A's, David Forrest, right here on A's Cast Live. Ramon Laureano has quite the arm. Controlled by Laureano, out at third! So good, in fact, he's earned the nickname, The Laser. And with a great nickname comes a great bobblehead. On Sunday, September 22nd, you can grab a Ramon Laser Laureano bobblehead before the A's take on the Rangers at 107. Presented by Call 811. Oh, did we mention that it's an audio bobblehead? And the Laser comes up firing a strike. Grab your tickets today. Athletics.com slash tickets. Want to give back to the community along with some of your favorite A's players and front office staff? Through the A's volunteer team, fans can join us in giving back to Oakland and the East Bay. Through your time and energy, fans can earn rewards based on the number of hours spent volunteering. To get started, visit athletics.com community. That's athletics.com community. For a little over a dollar a day, you can attend every or any 2020 regular season A's home game with A's Access. That's right. The most flexible membership program in sports is back with increased access to the ballpark and even more benefits. As a member of A's Access, you'll receive general admission access to the entire ballpark for every regular season home game in addition to a seat plan. Plus, every game you'll receive 50% off concessions $10 prepaid parking and 25% off merchandise. 
If you sign up today, your benefits will start now for the remainder of the 2019 season, including $10 parking, ballpark access, and 25% off merchandise. Get your membership today for a chance to also purchase 2019 postseason tickets. Now is the time to join A's Access. Get started at athletics.com slash access. Athletics.com slash access. Now back to A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. Don't miss out on your chance for complimentary parking for 2020. That's right, complimentary parking. Who doesn't like that? If you become an A's Access member from now till the end of the season, well, we got 15 games left, you could be eligible for a parking hang tag next season. Go to athletics.com slash access. That's athletics.com slash access. Or if you want to call 510-638-GO-A's, that's 510-638-4627. Come on, are you kidding me? Complimentary parking for 2020? You got a shot for that? A's access is a no-brainer. I got buddies who literally, they can only come on the weekends. And they're like, it pays for itself. You have my friends at $5 beers. When's the last time you saw five? I still, I, no one can answer that for me. 510-897-1322. When's the last time? Is, do we have him? Call him. When's the last time they $5 beers? I can't remember. It's got to be like in the 90s. And this is the millennial technology we use to get our guest here. Is you actually get to hear the phone call. David Forst for the David Forst Show here on A's Cast Live. David, how are you today? Chris, I am doing well. Trying to keep cool. How are you doing? I, I Same deal here. Thank God I got an air conditioner in my uh, studio. It, it is warm, but... Your ball club is hot, and you have to be ecstatic. I mean, here you have the Astros with the best record by far in baseball at home, and in a series where I'm going to tell you you're going to face Grinky and Verlander, you're going to take three out of four from them? You, you, you and your staff got to be ecstatic right now about that series. Well, not only take three out of four, but, but bounce back from the first night where, you know, the, the guy who's been our best starter has had it last night. We took a bit of a beating. I think uh, Matt Olson put it in more explicit terms the next day. But um, but no, the, to bounce back and then win three out of four, obviously the big number on Tuesday night, but the last two nights to battle and grind it out, the bullpen really come through a couple big spots. Uh, it, it was a, a great series for our guys, a great way to go into the last uh, couple stretches of the season. Yeah, you give up two touchdowns in the first game, but then you come back and you score three touchdowns in the second game. Those two games were absolutely wild. It was it was bizarre. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. And I think there were there were some historical marks reached in terms of losing by fourteen one night and winning by fourteen the next night. But um, but yeah, it just it shows you what uh, what can happen on any given night. And our team's certainly capable of putting up runs, which is nice. Why is your team so resilient? Well, that's a good question. I think we have guys who grind. I think we have you know personalities on this team. Um, you know, whether it's the guys who've been here for a while, like Marcus, or you know, even guys we brought in of late, Fires, Roark, Homer, the guys on the mound. Every guy uh, feels like they want to grind it out. They want to, you know, they want to beat the guys on the other side of the diamond. I think there's such a competitive force that goes through this clubhouse that. Uh, that they're determined to make it happen some way. And we talk about Matt Chapman being special. We know that. I don't think we talk enough about Matt Olson, who three homers and eight RBIs in the final games of this series. And you start looking at his overall numbers, and this is a guy that, you know, broke his hamate bone. I mean, just what, what, what he is turning into a power-hitting first baseman, and he's as good defensively, you know, I've brought up names like Don Mattingly, Keith Hernandez, JT Snow was fantastic. I mean, he's he's truly one of the best defensive first basemen I've ever seen. Just talk about how he is truly the complete package for a guy at first base. 
Yeah, well, you say we don't talk about it enough. I, I assure you we talk about him here in the office, and, and I know Bob talks about him a lot because Bob knows just how valuable he is. And, um, you know, when, when Matt went down in that second game of the year, I think we all knew how significant a blow it was going to be to this team and that we were hoping to just kind of tread water, stay around 500 until he came back because he does have that kind of impact. Uh, you know, 30-plus homers with missing six weeks. He, uh, he makes the plays at first base as well as, as anybody. Those guys you mentioned, sure, all-time greats at first base. Um, but you watch Matt around the bag, backhanded. You know, he, he spins and throws to second. He picks the ball from everywhere. He does, he does a little bit of everything at first. So I, I think we talk, him about, talk about him a lot here. We certainly know how valuable he is just as much as the guy in the other corner. Yeah, to have two cornerstones like this and then to bring up a young catcher, Sean Murphy, you know, we've been hearing about him. This guy's going to come up and this guy's going to, he's going to be fantastic. And so far, so good. Talk to us about Sean Murphy and big athletic power. Talk about his skill set. Yeah, one of the things we, you know, we've talked about in this game for so long is power and how a ball comes off a guy's bat. And, and it's only been in recent years that you have the, the technology to measure it in terms of exit velo. And what we've seen from Sean coming up through the minor leagues was exactly that, this plus-plus exit velo. And anytime you're hitting a ball hard like that, you got a chance to do some real damage. And not just homers, but doubles and, and find the gaps. And, and Sean has hit the ball hard everywhere through the minor leagues, and it's it's carried over. I mean, he hits three homers so far, all you know, well over 100 miles an hour. He just he has a chance to make an impact. It's nice to be able to you know put him down to the bottom of the lineup for now, where he doesn't have to carry the responsibility because because catching is is a huge responsibility as well, and kind of learning some of these starters on the fly. So um, he what he's done has been huge. You know, playing both him and Fegley has given us a, a real weapon behind the plate every night. So it's been a nice boost. And I hear he has a rocket arm, but the problem is, David, no one steals bases anymore. He hasn't been able to show it off. That's that's not a problem for me. I'll, if if his arm is a deterrent and makes nobody run, uh, that's that's a perfectly fine weapon for us. But he does, he can throw. We'll uh, we'll see. We're going to run up against some teams here in the last two weeks who who will run. So you'll get a chance to see it. Uh, uh, the guy who's going tonight, you know, you know, you think about what Chris Bassett has done here in the second half. You know, the A's have won seven of his last 10 starts. He's five and one with a 2.78. Bob talks about it all the time. And I, lo I, lo I, I love how people effectively wild. But when you look at a guy who's been one of your better starters, talk about Chris Bassett because he's been nails. He has. He has. And he's made every every single start and wants to be out there. Um, you know, Chris had to leave the team for a few days to go home to be with his wife, to have their baby girl. Um, but even when he was gone, he, you know, he's the kind of guy who checks in every day, lets you know what he's doing, you know, wants to plan exactly when he's coming back. Cause he so badly wants to be out there. And, and I think a guy like that, who, you know, had it taken away from him for a little while and had the surgery and had a, you know, some ups and downs and rehab and wasn't clear he was going to make it back. Uh, I think he really relishes being part of the rotation, being out there every fifth or sixth day, and uh, it's been fun to see what he's done. Yeah, there's certain guys that you watch them and the light goes on, and they're having a very special time. You know, as you said, and I've interviewed him quite a few times, where for the first time in a long time he feels like himself again, he feels healthy, just had a child. It's like every you watching some of these guys, these young men, and you see everything going their way. It's really special. It's great, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's fun to watch. You know, we actually have a handful of babies on this team this year: Brett Anderson, Chris Davis, uh, all these guys. Uh, you know, some experiencing fatherhood for the first time and, and performing well out on the field at the same time. It's special. All right, I got a tough one for you because you've got you've got a lot of good stories uh, on what guys are doing this year for you. What is the best story? Pick a guy and tell me whose story is the best that you've enjoyed this much in 2019. Ooh, that is, uh, it's tough. Um, you've got guys coming back from injuries. You've got guys making it to the big leagues for the first time uh, and contributing. Um, I mean, I think the, the easiest one right now to pick is Liam, uh, just because 
he's gone through so many different stages just in his time with us alone. I mean, there's, there's numerous other organizations he's been through. He was a starter, he's a reliever. Um, but just with us having, you know, come over as a, you know, middle reliever, been hurt a couple times, been designated, gone down to the minor leagues, and now to sort of be at the, the pinnacle of what he's capable of doing, saving games, um, really just don't know where we'd be without him. So I, I, I'd probably have to pick Liam right now as kind of the guy who, who jumps out with the best story, who I don't know where we'd be without him. Yeah, now, you know, potentially – going to win the Roberto Clemente award. I'm not going to be shocked if he gets it for everything he and his wife, what they do away from the field on the field, 21 saves since June 21st. That's the most in baseball. So you are right. I don't know where the athletics would be without him. And the thing about him too, it's it's like, it's about attitude. You know, he's up there and he's like, Hey, he, here's 97, 98, sometimes a hundred. You know, other guys are doing that, and they're getting rocked. It's like there's something about his attitude and his confidence. What are you guys seeing? Because there's plenty of guys that throw that hard that are not having good years. Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of guys who throw upper 90s, and it's about location. It's about movement on the ball. And, and like you said, with Liam, it's a bit about attitude and his confidence in himself. And, and I think he will tell you that his, his confidence has never wavered, even when he's gone through some of the things that we mentioned. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the Roberto Clemente Award because it's, it's something that we as an organization take seriously. I, I can tell you all the way through the minor leagues, we, we give an award at each level for the Community Service Award winner. Um, Keith Littman and his staff stress this in the minor leagues that when you're out part of a team as part of a community, it's important you know, what you bring to that community. And Liam, uh, along with his wife, they've done some incredible things here you know, with with their, uh, you know, with animals, with their anti-bullying campaign, uh, to see him have time for that as well as what he's doing on the field has been has been fantastic. So I get the tough question at this time of the year about the wild card game and who's going to start the wild card game. And right now you've got a boatload of starters. What I also find interesting here towards the end is you've got a day off on the 19th. You got a day off on the 23rd before your last uh, road trip, you got 15 games left. Do those two days off really give you an advantage on how you can set up your pitching for the wild card game? We got to get there first. I I think that's the easiest answer. Um, You know, certainly we'll we'll be prepared, um, but we've got some work to do. I think in talking with with Bob and and Emo this week, we've really just kind of wanted to line up the pitching series by series. We're not getting too far ahead of ourselves right now. We do know that we have those days off, which is going to be nice. It's going to give us some flexibility. Um, but right now, we honestly, we're, we're talking through Sunday, have an idea what we're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But uh, obviously with, you know, with Lazardo splitting that game effectively with Brett, um, you know, with, with Manaya coming in this weekend as the sixth starter again, You've got some. You've got some options. We've got some things we can do. But, but like you said, those two off days on the 19th and the 23rd will will allow us once we get there to kind of see how we want to line things up. And then the uh, the wild card, I guess, of the wild card race is Frankie Montas, who's available to us as of September 25th, and we'll have to figure out how he fits in. So explain to me what he's been doing. What are you able to do with him? Because it's different from the NFL. When you're suspended in the NFL. You can't be around the facility at all. They can't talk to you. It's a whole different deal in baseball. So tell us what he's been doing and what you've been seeing and how, how is he working out and how do you know he's going to be ready to go in those last five games? Well, I know he threw five innings and 90 pitches on the 10th, so three days ago at, uh, at our complex. And that was, that was about the fifth time he's gone out to throw, you know, 45-plus, 60 pitches. He got up to 90. So he's basically been on a five-day routine almost since uh, mid-July, frankly. He, he, can be, he can and has been working out at our complex in Mesa. So um, we've been putting together simulated games from there. He came up here for a little bit while the team was, uh, was home last time, also through a simulated game here. So the plan is for him to, uh, to throw on the 15th, to throw on the 20th, to get similar five innings, 90 pitches, so that he's ready for anything uh, those last five days of the season. 
Yeah, it just seems like this is the way baseball's going. If you don't have somebody like Garrett Cole or Verlander, who we just saw, or Grinky, you can throw that in there. I mean, you've got some really upcoming superstar-looking type pitchers, but just in the game in general, to where you say, okay, this guy, you give me four, then you give me three, and then you give me two, like splitting up the game, are you seeing kind of like that's the way it may be going for rotations in the future? It's, I mean, it's not that different from our conversation about the opener. It's hard to maintain that kind of thing over the course of the season. But, but in September with the expanded rosters, um, look, Bob had it mapped out the other night. Brett was going five. Lazardo was going three. We talked about it before the game. That was his plan. Things don't always work out. Uh, the way you set them up just because of what happens during the game. But, but Brett pitched great for five innings. And then Jesus came in and did his job for three. So when you can plan those things out and execute them, it's, it's fantastic. And, uh, and if you have the luxury that we have right now of, of extra starters in September, it's a pretty good way to get everybody involved. How much were you enjoying the outing by the young man, Jesus Lazardo? Uh, when I didn't feel like throwing up, I, I enjoyed it plenty. <laughs> these these uh, are like your kids going out there, Dave. <laughs> it uh, it was fun to watch. I mean, it's a close game against the Astros, and you just you want him to compete and do well, and he he certainly exceeded. I think what any of us thought he might do his first time out. So it was it was after the fact. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's end on this. You know, you know, in our world, people still talk about, you know, saber metrics in the world that you guys are in now, because it's it's like technology has changed when you start using TrackMan and StatCast and Rapsodo and the high tech cameras. Do you guys still look at certain analytics like the weighted runs created plus or is that something of the past? No, all that stuff is is a factor. I mean, we, we pay attention to some things more than others. And, and obviously with the access we have to, to StatCast and, and our, our analysts here are able to, to crunch that in different ways than the public is able to. We have, we have things, but those things are certainly important. And uh, all the, the public defensive numbers that are out there on Fangraphs, and they all kind of work together to put this puzzle together to make sure that we're evaluating our guys and, and opponents uh, as much as possible. 15 games left. Isn't it hard to believe? It's a sprint. I mean, we've been saying for two months it's a sprint. Well, this is the, the absolute last leg of that sprint. So, um, yeah, I would say just wake me up on September 29th and tell me what happens, but uh, might as well watch those last 15, huh? Yeah, it's like a marathon. You've <laughs> come around that final corner, and now you can see the tape. You can finally see the finish line. Yeah, well, we've, uh, you know, we made it through a really tough part in our schedule. Uh, guys did a great job. We need to, you know, obviously not take anything for granted and continue to, to grind it out here over these last five series because it's, uh, it's going to come down to the end. You know, Tampa and, and Cleveland aren't going anywhere. So it's going to be something to watch for the next two weeks. We always appreciate the time and good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. The David Force Show right here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. I got some nuggets for you. I, I mentioned before we talked to Dave Cavill about Chris Davis getting back on track. Why is this the perfect series for him? I'll tell you next right here on A's Cast Live. The future is bright in Oakland and the East Bay. 15,000 local youth baseball and softball players are participating in the Future A's program presented by Kaiser Permanente. The club's new initiative provides complimentary jerseys and hats to local youth baseball and softball leagues. Teams also receive additional benefits and support, including development clinics, tickets to A's games, and more. Visit athletics.com future for more information. Looking to understand what makes the A's tick? With weekly shows with manager Bob Melvin and general manager David Forst, now you get the inside scoop into the green and gold. Download A's Cast today or head to athletics.com slash podcast to get started.
This is Chris Townsend. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than my friends at nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. You'll get the ultimate mattress for your needs. And green and gold fans, right now, if you use the coupon code Oakland, you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's use the coupon Oakland to get an entire 10% off your order. Remember, nestbedding.com, America's favorite online mattress brand with stores around the Bay Area and around the country. You need a new mattress? You go to nestbedding.com. Mike Fires has had some lights out performances this season. Friday, September 20th, fans in attendance for the A707 game against the Texas Rangers will receive a Mike Fires no-hitter bobblehead. Presented by Chevron. Fires Bobblehead Night will kick off Fan Appreciation Weekend during the final regular season home series of 2019. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. Athletics.com slash tickets. Looking for the latest on the A's minor leagues? One of the latest additions to A's cast is The Farm. A look around the minor leagues with interviews, updates, and profiles on the future A's tearing up the minors. When you become a 2020 member of A's Access, you can start enjoying your benefits today. As the A's push toward the postseason for the second straight season, you'll receive $10 prepaid parking, general admission access to the ballpark, and 50% off concessions when you join A's Access. That's right, starting at $33 a month for 12 months, you get access to every swing, every catch, and every game for the 2020 season, as well as the rest of the 2019 season. All A's Access memberships come with our widely popular discounts, 50% off concessions, 25% off merchandise, and $10 prepaid parking. Plus, you'll get general admission access to every game. The process is simple. Just visit athletics.com slash access and get started building the membership that works for you. A's Access, all swings, no strings. Visit athletics.com slash access today. Streaming from the East Bay, A's Cast Live continues with Chris Townsend. Of course, the past couple days you haven't heard from the commander because he's being honored by his college. So we always like to prank call people and it scares everybody. It's a segment called Prank Call the A's. So call the commander. We want to congratulate him quickly on this honor. He's like top, I don't know what it was, top 50, top whatever. I'll get you that Chris Davis stat in a moment. Chris Davis loves some Globe Life Park. I kind of like the fact that you actually get to hear the <laughs> the phone ring. Commander, how are you? Tony, what's going on? Congratulations. Thank you. I'm actually getting out of the car right now to head into the ceremony where I'm going to be honored as one of the greatest alumni at California State University of Pennsylvania. Now you now you're 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 uh what is it? It's it's t- it's it's under 40 top what? Top 20 under the age of 40. Wow. So like like is this like how are your parents are they like glowing right now? Actually, my parents are uh, weren't allowed to come. I brought Dina with me. I was only allowed to bring a plus 1. <laughs> you could only bring one? Yeah, so my my dad my dad when I got there was like, "Hey, it's like do you think you can like bring your mother with you and like, you know, maybe tell Dina not to go?" I'm like, "No, I'm a 30-year-old guy. I'm not taking my parents with me to some ceremony." I yeah, you got to take the girlfriend. You have to of course, do that. I, if I was 20 and graduating, yeah, I'd take my parents. But, you know, I'm a little older now, a little more sophisticated. So are you nervous? I mean, how are you feeling? Because, I mean, you're walking in there as as a big, successful graduate. I don't know. How, honestly, everyone's been asking that. I don't know how to feel about it because I don't know what's going to happen. They didn't give us an itinerary. I, my buddy was like, hey, are you going to – you have to speak. And I'm like, uh, well, I hope not. I didn't prepare anything. But, you know, we work in the streaming radio business. I'll wing it like like most people do. Yeah, problem is you can't sign anybody anybody up for A's cast because they can't hear it. True. I mean, I can tell them to listen to the podcast, which is what that, I'm going to try to do. That is fact. All right, my friend, congratulations. We want to say you're doing a great job. We miss you. Joey, the Italian stallion, is a mess. This show is just not <laughs> the same without you. But enjoy that honor and get your butt back here soon. 
I will. Thank you for calling, and I'll see you guys next week. The commander, top, what, what was he again? Top what? Top 20 under 40. I'm still here. All right, top 20 out of 40. All right, get out of here. All right, all right. Goodbye. Well, they must be desperate, huh? No, we love the commander. Okay, Joey, did, did did you get this from Arizona State? No, I did not. Does Arizona State have this? I don't know. Not that I know of. I mean, I've been. There's only like eight million people who go to Arizona. Yeah, State. Yeah, I've been five months removed from school too, so I don't even know if I'm on the radar. I, I've gotten uh, emails asking for donations. I'll tell you that much. How many? How many people <laughs> go to Arizona State right now? Undergrad? Eighty-five thousand. Yeah, it must be a tough school to get into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning off my microphone from here. <laughs> oh, you're doing a, you're doing a great job. All right, here's the staff for Chris Davis. Chris, you know, teams really have to be like shocked because Chris Davis has mauled, I mean mauled, the American League West. So when they when he comes in struggling the way he's struggling. He lifetime at Globe Life Park. 33 games. He's hitting 308, 17 homers, and 38 RBIs. He has more than an RBI a game. It's crazy. When they're going through their meetings, you know, because they meet before every game, especially at the start of a series. They got to be going, Chris Davis, what? I mean, think about if you're the Texas Rangers. Think about if you're the Angels. Think about if you're the Mariners. The Astros. This guy's been killing you for three years. And now you look up and go, what? So maybe, just maybe, This is the ballpark that Chris gets in and his light and his eyes get wide because, boy, wouldn't it be nice to get Chris Davis, like the guy that we've known for all these years, back on track before this wild card game? And like, you know, David's right. The baseball people, we just have to understand. If you're in Tampa right now, if you're in Cleveland, you are just like, I got to win games. But the post, you know, the post game guy, in all three cities, we'll be talking about, you know, you've got to put the cart before the horse. So that's what talk radio is, even though we're a streaming station. But when we're doing the post-game show, we're also on 860 AM and Sports 1140 KHDK. But, yeah, you're going to talk about these things. Getting Chris Davis back to being, I mean, how do you do it? It's been like a mystery. He's not hurt. I'm telling you that now. From what I hear, because I've done all the digging I possibly could on this. Is he hurt? No. Are you sure? Yes. I've been told multiple times. Now, could they be lying to me? I doubt it. But I also won't be shocked when this season's over here. Chris Davis is having surgery on. I won't be shocked. But I've been told he's not hurt. And he's 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 looked a little better lately. But what this would mean to this team, if you could just get this guy going, and he could be the guy again. This is going to be a very tough series. You're not going to hear me talking about this series like I did Detroit. Detroit's terrible. And I know you can lose to them. The Yankees lost to them. But I I hate losing, so I'm not going to hide that. Some people came to me. Some friends came to me in the treehouse. Well, you were pretty harsh. Yeah, the team stinks. Got to take care of that team. Let's face it. The Rays, Cleveland. Somebody's going to blink. Who's that going to be? There's three teams in this thing. Who's going to blink? A's right now. Their destiny is in their own hands. They have the lead in the wild card with 15 to go. 
A's take care of their business. No matter what happens, it's a one-game playoff at the Coliseum. Bottom line. And Jerickson Profar at second base again. Oh, God, he's got to figure this thing out. Because every single time the ball's hit to him, I cringe. I think everybody cringes. And they keep rolling them out. You know, and I applaud Ken and Vince for talking about it. Because a lot of play-by-play guys would just be hush. But the other night, there was a double play ball, and he didn't throw it. He got the ball at second, and he didn't throw it. He didn't want to throw it. And then we saw last night. He was saved by a challenge, and then he threw a nice little slow one-hopper over to, to Matt Olson. That stuff scares me. By the way, Marcus Simeon, when I, I asked that question to David Force about who's the biggest storyline, that could easily be Marcus Simeon. There's no way they had any. Are we going to 4 or 4.05, Italian Stallion? What are we doing today? 4.05. Going to 4.05. So I got, I, I, I got a little room to expand is what you're saying. Last 10 games, Marcus Simi is hitting 436. Three home runs, eight RBIs, and 13 runs scored. Whoever saw this, we saw him getting better defensively. We knew he had power. Who saw Marcus Simeon playing every single day, shortstop, and leading off? I'll raise my hand. I didn't. I mean, I could see Marcus. Joey, did you see him leading off every game? Nope. I could see, you know, Marcus Simeon against left-handers maybe leading off. You know, against right-handers, hit seventh, sixth, seventh, something like that. Nope. Marcus Simeon is going to make himself a lot of money. I just hope to God it's with the Oakland Athletics. You know, when you win a lot of games, you got a lot of good stories. And this team right now has a ton of good stories. And they just need to keep it rolling. The last series ever at Globe Life Park. It's hard to I, I so I was in I was in Arlington and their new park is going to be sweet. And it's going to have the retractable roof. And that's such an advantage for these guys because they lose so much. And every team you go in there and it's like rain delay, rain delay. Rain. You know, these certain parts of the country, everybody should have a roof. And it's right. I know a lot of you watch football. It's right by AT&T Stadium, Jerry's World. The Death Star, where the Dallas Cowboys play. And they've got this awesome thing called Texas Live. So... Texas Live is kitty corner to Globe Life, but it is right next door. I mean, literally, I'd say it's like 20 yards. And what Texas Live is, you can look it up. They they claim to have the largest television in the country. But it is a handful of restaurants and bars that everybody goes to before you go to a Ranger game or you go to a Cowboy game. And I want to say one of the days we were there, it was a four-game set, they had a huge soccer game. Not a big soccer guy, so I wasn't into it. But I want to say it was like Mexico was playing somebody else. There was there was significance to the game. And the thing was sold out. Remember, Jerry's World is huge. They sold that thing out. And might have been when we had the doubleheader on that Saturday in Texas before the plane got damaged on that Sunday when they had all the tornadoes and the horrible storm, boy, that was scary. Woo, that's when you're lucky. My, my good friend of mine runs country clubs now uh, in Plano. That's not too far from there. And I have video from his golf course of a tornado going through his golf course, picking up golf carts and sending them through the air. And you're like, there's a reason why we spend the money we do to live in California. That weather is crazy. But if you ever, ever going to go watch the A's play the Rangers in the new ballpark, 
go by the Texas Live. It is legit. They've got the barbecue place in there. Pudge Rodriguez has a pizza place. Troy Aikman's got a lounge. It is fun. And that's the thing about Arlington is that they dominated and took these teams and they've had these teams for years. And these teams are not in Dallas. Even though it's the Dallas Cowboys, they're in Arlington. That's why I always laugh about Niner fans. I can't believe they're not in San Francisco. Dallas Cowboys aren't in Dallas. They're in Arlington. You know, people think of the Texas Rangers. Oh, they're a Dallas team. No, they're they're in Arlington. Our Arlington had land. Arlington had money. And Arlington is all in on sports. They are all in. Dallas has the Mavericks and uh, the Stars. They don't have the true star. That's the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we're going to be getting you ready for A's baseball coming up here on A's cast. We want to thank Dave Cavill for coming on The Build and then David Force for the David Force Show. We will send it to Alex Jensen, the face of A's all night. And then you can stay right here on A's cast or you can switch over to 860 AM, The Answer in San Francisco. And then later on, we'll be on Sports 1140 KHDK in Sacramento. A's starting a three-game set with the Texas Rangers. I'll be back in a little bit. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.